everybody. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. If it sounds a little different than normal, we're not recording in a normal place. Because rec- we're ghosts now. We're, we, that could be it. I mean, I, the question, do, do people know when they're ghosts? Isn't that a thing like they don't know they're a ghost? Sometimes. They probably should know. Hmm. I don't know. I would anyway, want them to know. We're here in Los Angeles for E3 2019. We've been here since last Saturday checking out the press conferences and then going to the show floor today. And so this episode is just kind of about our week so far and how, how things have gone and the things we've got to check out. And yeah, just a little, little E3 update for you guys. Yeah. Right now, obviously I'm here, but also who are you Dustin, Dustin. your your boy daddy. Um, But also we have beautiful boys, Ben. Hello. And Phil. Hello. Now, Phil and I are sharing a mic, so I'm probably eventually just going to hand these around in one way or another. We'll make it work out. I don't. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Handies for So let's talk about the press conferences. So right off the bat, I can't. What was the first one we went to? Well, we went to EA Play, but that wasn't really a press conference. We went right. To Microsoft. We went to Microsoft first and um yeah, EA Play was just kind of like stand around in the hot sun and there's people waiting in line to play Anthem for some reason. Right. Makes no sense. Anyway, we saw Star Wars though. At, well, uh, we saw a a demo of it. We saw a demo of it being played. We didn't get to play it ourselves. Right. But I think the general consensus is we're all a little bit mixed on Star Wars. Like there's elements of it we think look really cool, but like I think the one thing we both took umbrage with was the uh, wall running. Oh, yeah. The wall running is kind of egregious, if you ask me. Like, if it's if it looks the way, if it ends up being the way it looks right now, you're going to get close to certain walls, and it's going to have a button prompt for you to wall run. I don't, I don't think it's going to be just free running, you know, kicking, diving action. Right, yeah. yeah. So I think overall, though, it looked cool. I want to see more. I feel like I couldn't get a proper vibe on the game over. Like, yeah, it just I guess it seems almost like an Uncharted-esque in that it's like a go from point A to point B in the level. Right. right? Yeah. But so I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to check it out. Phil, what did you think about uh, as as probably like the number one Star Wars fan in the group? Whoa, 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 whoa. I would say that was probably true a while ago until The Last Jedi came out. Mm. Once that hit, all bets were off. Um, not my favorite thing anymore, but I thought the game looked good. I think everything you said is true. Um, it seemed that um, I don't even think the wall running was that big of a problem. I just don't know exactly what it is quite yet. It's a little cartoony, but also takes place at a pretty dark time period. So we'll see. We'll see how it connects together. So after that, we went to the Microsoft press conference. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't, I think we can agree, like anything that we were insanely amped about there. Nothing boggled my mind. Right. There was some cool stuff, but I think Phil had much different opinion on that. Fantasy Star 2 was announced coming to Xbox. That's he, true. He did get up out of the seat. Yeah, one of the highlights of everything so far the show for me. Yeah. Phil, you and I had a great conversation about playing fantasy star the original you played it on dreamcast i played on uh xbox live like og xbox live and so 
yeah, I'm excited to get back to it. Ben, were there any other highlights of the Xbox press conference? Uh, for some reason, I'm forgetting already. Like, there's just been so many things between now and then, I can't remember. There's been a lot of things, you're right. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that took me up out of my seat except for Keanu Reeves showing up in the oh. presence of me. Right. <laughs> in my own presence. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that was fun. That was cool. It's always neat to see someone you admire in person. I don't know why. But that's we're human, so it is. I just saw there was, like, an someone interviewed him or asked him basically like how was the experience at e3 he said he said he was like totally floored really by the reception like he didn't expect that i'm well, like kiana quippy and humble first of all kiana is humble that's that's the most important part right but second of all i can kind of understand that in a sense like he knows from the numbers and the the money that his films do well right and he knows people go to see them and stuff like that but has he as a person had that many opportunities to be in front of a group of like fans, not just peers and stuff. I don't know how often he gets in front of like a large group of, of fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that makes it sense. It could have been a cool experience that he doesn't have very often. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to do these as like a play by play of everything. Right. I just want to go over what stuck out to us. Yeah. I mean, so, there was, there were a few cool announcements that weren't like console specific for Microsoft. Right. Um, you know, there was the new From Software game. Yeah, and I think the reason, like, I think it's probably going to obviously be a fantastic game. Right. But that trailer was forgettable. It was. To me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, you know, a huge, you know, From Software fan, and it didn't speak to me on any new level. Right. Which, it's still so early. We're going to see more. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean... I'm excited for when it comes, but it didn't stick out. I'm, the one thing I am disappointed about is last year when they announced like seasons and stuff changing in Forza. Mm -hmm. You know, leaves fell from the ceiling. Remember they had leaves? Oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. This year, they announced Legos, and I didn't see any Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushing everybody in the crowd, you know? Hitting someone right in the eye or right. something. Yeah, it'd be perfect. I actually thought that Lego DLC looked really clever. Yeah. And I think they'll probably, I mean, they did um, Hot Wheels DLC for the last uh, Forza Horizon game. So yeah. I'm sure they'll do a great job. But yeah, I am I think Xbox did a good job for the most part. I mean, it's we're kind of in a lull year. We were talking about that, how next year is going to be the E3 before the next generation. Right. So we're going to get big blowouts then. So... So, uh, yeah, we went to Xbox, and then we went to Bethesda, and that was pretty cool. It was in, like, a theater in the Shrine Auditorium, actually. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there were some interesting aspects of that. I think we, we've been making fun of the Commander Keen reveal all yeah, week. for real. But, it's Phil... Not looking good. Phil, did you... Uh, how did you feel about the Bethesda show? A lot of a lot of uh, time spent on mobile, just in general. The Commander Keen and also Blades, Blades coming to Switch. Um, it was fine. I'm not the biggest Bethesda fan to begin with, but I like some of the games they publish, so I'm pretty excited about Doom. Doom looked really good and played really good. Uh, but yeah, let's jump ahead real quick. So, and I don't know. I just let's 
unless there's anything else big about the press conferences, let's move nope. on to what we played today. Let's start out with Doom Eternal, which was super, super awesome. We got pretty lucky. How long did you guys wait in that line uh, to, get to book the appointment? Two minutes. Wow. Yeah, so it was really easy to get in to play it. The demo was 20 minutes long. There was a little bit of an awkward tutorial at the beginning that was a little longer than it needed to be. But, Phil, you had said, like, you had thought it was egregiously long. It was, especially because you didn't use a lot of what you learned in the tutorial for the demo. So it just seemed like a waste. Yeah, I mean, coming from our perspective, we played Doom 2016. So maybe it would help someone who didn't. Uh, But I think we all walked away being pretty, like, blown away. I was pretty impressed, for sure. Like, it's, it was more of a full evolution of Doom 2016 than I thought. I, right. I really, I mean, even, it's not until you get your hands on it and you can really feel the, you know, the weapons and feel the new, the new power moves where you can, like, basically, like, spring forward or backward, oh, side yeah. to side, whatever. Nice. Once you get your hands on it, you're like, whoa, this is a, like, this is a sequel and it's not like a lot of these sequels that are just the same core with new paint it was just fair it was fast and fluid is the best way i can describe it yeah easily it was very very nice and i i also liked how it was more colorful did you guys notice that too yes it was yeah. more than just the red that you're used to seeing right. in doom 16 right Mars, Mars, Mars. so we checked out doom ben you got the chance to check out borderlands 3 which, by the way, we're making a lot of these breakout videos. So if you want a more in-depth conversation about that, make sure to watch the, the videos on YouTube.com slash Phantom. But Ben, yeah. Borderlands 3. Yeah. Uh, so I get to watch a little demo where they, they taught or a little presentation where they talked about some of the new characters and, and new abilities and everything that these characters are going to have. Uh, but then get to play that actually do some hands-on with, uh, with Borderlands 3. And it's... It's great. It's impressive that it feels so much like Borderlands from the past, but still feels new. Um, my thing would be, if you liked Borderlands in the past, I can't imagine a reason why you're not going to like this Borderlands. Uh, if you didn't, you probably still aren't going to change your mind. Yeah. The one thing they did talk about in the demo is how they're going to try to almost trick people in to more, not literally, but... Um, to more of like a multiplayer experience or having other mm. people in your party. Interesting. And one of the ways they said like they want to get people used to there being another community around, you know, kind of ease that into them is like if your friend that's on, you know, let's say you're on PSN and they're on at the same time as you mm-hmm. uh, and they're trying to sell a gun. If you look in the vending machine to buy a gun, it'll show that your friend is selling one that you could buy. Oh, So stuff like that, um, but only when they're online. So stuff like that just to kind of put that consciousness of other people being able to play this game with you, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Cause it's interesting because I mean, Borderlands was like really an innovator on what a first person shooter could be. They yeah. kind of kicked off a lot of this like looter shooter right. stuff going on. So to see them continue to innovate was, is, is really cool in that aspect. Sure. So I'm going to hand the mic off to Phil yeah. and Ben, I'm going to have you ask him about judgment. Okay. I wondered if judgment was coming. Phil, yes. judgment is coming. Uh, you're one of the biggest Yakuza fans I know. Biggest that I know. Biggest that you know. Mm-hmm. So, in 
size. Judgment <laughs> is <laughs> judgment is you know obviously set in the same universe. It is. Uh, so talk a little bit about what judgment is and what your experience was playing it. Yeah. So judgment kind of um, takes the Yakuza formula and flips it a little bit. Instead of being on the wrong side of the law, you now are the law. So while you still have the same fighting mechanics, um, it, it still feels like Yakuza. You have a lot more detective work to do now. So instead of you know, trying to take matters in your own hands, you're actually doing it by the law. So you have some investigating to do. Right. You have some tailing to do. Um, so it, it it's a little bit deeper than Yakuza is, which can be a lot of just combat-based. Sure. Yeah. Um, but seems like a lot of fun. Uh, I really liked the demo. It was not a terribly long one. The first part was combat, and then the second half of it, you were just basically tailing a, another detective that you think was might be a little shady and see what he's getting into. Um, and then he kind of kind of just ends right there. But right, it's a good little demo. What yeah. do you like more about the Yakuza and hopefully Judgment games? Do you like more the gameplay or the story? Uh, it the seems s- seems like yeah. they're both very good. They are both very good, but it's the story that keeps you coming back. Um, Combat does change from game to game. They right. sometimes actually even go backwards, I feel, on them, where they might have a more advanced combat system in one, and then the next one's not quite as, as detail-oriented. But, right. Um, I think the story in the, in the long run is what really keeps you coming back. And I hope Judgment picks that up and becomes its own pretty story-driven fr- franchise. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I got to check out two games from Devolver, two newly announced games from Devolver. Mm. Um, cream of the crop, as some people say, with Devolver and indie games. Yeah. Like some of the best. Right. So it's always exciting when they have something new. For sure. Um, let me see. Well, <laughs> riveting. <laughs> riveting, absolutely. I'm trying to see what the name of these games were because I got to be honest, it's kind of, uh, kind of slipped in my mind here. But uh, one was called Carrion. Okay. Um, and basically, it's a horror game to some extent. But in this horror game, you're the the terror, you're the bad guy, and so you're going around consuming uh, like these scientists and stuff and figuring out ways to escape. I didn't quite get the full storyline, and it may not even be fully developed, but mm. um, you're basically going around causing havoc and uh, you know ripping things apart uh, and growing as you do. And it's a puzzle game as much as anything. Um, it's not like Knack at all. Phil, I don't know if you can hear Phil. He thinks it sounds like Knack. No. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of potential. I think it's going to be probably another year before it comes out. Uh, it's you know obviously in an early stage at this point, but uh, it was definitely interesting. Uh, the other game I got to check out was called Fall Guys. And Fall Guys, you may have seen that in the Devolver Press Conference, um, it basically, it's 100 players, and they, some of them could be, uh, in the demo, at least that I played, they were not real AI. people. They were AI. Yeah. Thank you for the, the word I couldn't find there. And basically, you're accomplishing different things. Like, one of the levels we played, you had to run through a series of, like, doors. And these doors were lined up, like, in front of you across. So some of them would uh, actually be doors, and some of them would block you. And so, you know, it's obviously like the first half of the people who get to the end are going to qualify to go into the next round Mm -hmm. and the other ones get knocked out. So if you hit a fake door, you've got a little bit of a disadvantage over somebody else. And if you're following behind the person who hits a fake door, you know, you go to a different way. And then, you know, the different rounds, it's it's all a matter of competition between you and 
99 other players. So that's a fun one, too. I don't know timeline on that. I, know, I think it was pre-alpha footage that we were looking at. So yeah. we were playing. Uh, so it could be a little while, but it seems like it's got a cool vibe to it. It could be a good party game um, or definitely, you know, a good online kind of like uh, some of those trivia games that happen, the quiz games that happen. Mm-hmm. It could be like run concurrently like that, but it's obviously not trivia. Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to think. I I have one more I want to talk about, and then we can probably just make this a shorter episode or talk about cool. some other final things. But I ran in as, as well I didn't really run I very quickly walked and was able to get a ticket to play Final Fantasy 7 remake and so there's a video coming out on this one too so I don't want to say everything in the video so I'll keep it brief and that is it it's, it's very exciting it's very well done the hype is real and obviously it's too early so I don't want to be like this is 10 out of 10 greatest game ever without right. it being out. I don't want to overhype it like that, but I want to say that what I played was very promising and it nailed exactly what they're going for. And so it was it was extremely exciting. I like the I've always really liked the vibe and what you know the 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 mood right. behind Final Fantasy 7 for a long time. Sure. And so this feels like the ultimate realization of that. Right. And that's all I'm going to say about that because I want people to go watch the video. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I'm. I think it's funny that uh, Jason Schreier or someone from Kotaku uh, interviewed some uh, one of the leads on the game. Uh-huh. They're like, "How many parts is it going to be since you're doing episodic?" And they were like, "We don't know." Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. The fact they're open ended, or it's it's either it's you can take it glass half full, half empty. Either they're open minded to more, or they have no clue what they're doing. Sure. So, I don't know, but what I played was good. So, but we have a a lot of more games that we're seeing tomorrow. I mean, and there's a bunch of other games we saw today that we haven't talked about. Yeah, we've got a lot of games that we haven't talked about and probably won't get to talk about on the show. Ben, I'm still really curious because tomorrow. I have an appointment for Bandai Namco. Uh-huh. We know pretty much all the games that we're seeing. We're seeing the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. We're seeing Code Vein. We're seeing Man of Madon. But there's, they said there's one unannounced game. Right. That was has now been announced. I would imagine. But whatever it is, That's I don't think super it's, secret. it's not on the show floor. I don't think. Right. Because all those other games I listed are on the show floor and I didn't see anything else. Well, it may just be video. It may be a theater presentation or something. Ooh, it would be very cool if it was a theater presentation of, uh, uh, Elden Rings. Yeah, that would be nice. Or, yeah. Oh, Nino Kuni. Oh, so the Nino Kuni remaster. Okay. So that's probably what it is then is Nino Kuni remastered, which I'm really excited to check out. So that'll be cool. It would be. Is there any other thoughts, Phil? I'll, I'll hand the mic off to you if you have any other final thoughts for E3 so far. Yeah. Um, we got a quick glimpse, too, about a 15-minute demo of Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, which uh, is kind of, the, they were describing it not as a remake, not really as a reimagining, but um, just kind of starting over, like as if it just would have happened today because the world changes a lot. It's changed a lot in the last 10 years or so. And, the, you know, what Modern Warfare was 10 years ago isn't what Modern Warfare is today. So they've kind of updated it. That The engine looks incredible. Um, I think about probably half of the last mission was all done in night vision. 
and it just looked it looked great. It was tense. It was everything you kind of want. Um, it looked like a brand new game, which is probably what that series needed for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, but it feels fresh. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm excited to check that out now with the the newer updated engine and stuff. As you said, it's cool to see it something new, hopefully from Call of Duty. And that's about it, guys. So, as we mentioned, all of our content is, of course, going to be on handsomefandom.com. It's also going to be on youtube.com slash handsomefandom. I'm working on some of those videos right now for everybody. So, make sure to watch those. Check out the website. You can follow us on Twitter at handsomefandom. And if you want to follow what's going on with us and E3, because I know we've all been tweeting about different stuff we've been seeing. I'm at Dustin Canfly. Ben is at Ben Smith two five eight eight, and Phil, you are at Philip Nyman. So there you go. You can find us all and follow our E three escapades. Yep, for That's sure. That's the right word for that. Escapades. It would work. I think ape escapes. Ape escapes. That's yeah. That's exactly that's probably it. more accurate. All right. So let's go ahead and close this out. Um, right. I guess I did the plug. So that's it. Everybody, have a great week. We'll see you when we get back from E three. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Talk to you later.